Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Show, a podcast designed to bring the faith and the fitness communities together. My name is Caleb Cavasis, and I am a husband, father, pastor, and CrossFitter. And I'll be sharing personal stories and biblical truths to inspire everyday athletes like you and I to live a God-first life. If you're ready, let's get to it. I am your host, Kalem Cavasis, and so excited for you guys to join me today. We're talking about this idea of what happens when God changes your plans. I know if you're a planner like me, if you like things in a certain way and all of the things that you guys plan out that, that you know, whether it's a vacation, whether it's something else that God changes it and, and or something happens and it changes, you're, you kind of freak out. I'm, I'm kind of like that. So we're going to talk a little bit about a story in the Bible talking about how God changes plans things that are like that. So before I get started, I want to remind you guys, you guys can find us on uh, social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook under Faith Life and Fitness, on Instagram under uh, Faith underscore Life underscore Fitness. And you can also check out our website at faithlifefit.com. You can always check us out there, send us some messages, uh, give us some likes, uh, shoot us a DM. We'd love to hear about what's going on in your life. So as we get started, I always want to bring something um, that is beneficial to you guys. This episode is brought to you by FNX Fitness. There's some supplements that I've been taking that I absolutely love. been taking them for probably the last six months or so. Um, and if you're getting into your fitness journey, if you are looking to change up your supplements, if you're trying to look for some things to enhance what you're doing, um, FNX has got the stuff for you. So for me, I've got one right here. It is called Rebalance. Uh, this is uh, a super greens type of mix. So if you struggle with getting greens into your diet on a regular basis, this stuff is amazing, tastes great. You can put a scoop into some water and take it a couple of days or a couple of times a day, and you can get your greens in there, kale, spinach, things like that. That is, It's all mixed up in there. And then the second one that I want to bring to your guys' attention is pre-workout. So I know for me, when I go into the gym, I always want to have a little bit of extra advantage when I go in there, whether it is uh, the wad that I'm doing, whether it's lifting, whatever it is. But this is their recharge. They have several different le uh, levels of this. This is the recharge plus that does have extra caffeine in there. So if you really want that, what I call the pre-workout itch, that is great. They do have a stimulant-free version on there. Any of these products you want to take a look at, go to our website at faithlifefit.com forward slash FNX. And you can check out all of that stuff. Uh, and right now we're running a promo. If you uh, put in the uh, code uh, FLF podcast, that's FLF podcast, you can get 15% off of your order. So that's FNX fitness. All right. So as we get into our talk to, uh, tonight, today, this is being recorded for our uh, session that we're going to be dropping in March. But you guys get an early look at this if you're joining us online. So I asked this question, how many of you are planners? I know I'm a planner. I uh, love to make sure, as a matter of fact, I was just looking at our uh, vacation that we're going to be doing in July, trying to figure out all of the different places that, that we could go, what we want to do with all this Rona stuff out there. 
Um, and we want to make sure that we are um, ahead of the game because sometimes we're, we're kind of Johnny B lately's and, and end up with uh, just kind of a crappy place to, to stay. So we're always looking at it at the, at the last minute. So I wanted to get a jump on it. I wanted to plan that out, figure out what uh, options that we had, where could we stay, all of that. But how many of you are like me and don't like your plans changed? Like, I, I hate when plans change. I, I prepare for the things that are happening. And when something changes, it is it, it drives me nuts and I hate it. So um, what about when God changes your plan? Not just when someone else changes your plan, but when God changes your plan, how do you respond? See, that's, that's the thing, because some of us have this, this, this issue with plans changing, but then we also have an issue with when God changes our plans. So, and this is the thought, too many times, too many times we want God to alter his plans to match what we want. We want God to alter his plans in order to match our plans so that we don't have to alter anything that we're doing. We want him to change. But that's not really how it works. So I want to take you to a scripture that is found in 1 Kings chapter 19. It, it, it is the story of Elijah and Elisha. Don't get those confused. There are two different people in the Bible with, the, with names that are very similar. Elijah and Elisha. This is where the story of how Elijah the prophet was called by God to find his successor, and he uh, was called to go and find Elisha. So in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 19, it says, So Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen, and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak. I want you to understand this. I want you to listen to that piece. He threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his oxen, ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So I want you to think about what's going on here in, in this story, because this story is 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 pretty big. And, and it ends up at the end of this. And, and this is what it says, because we've got this, we've got this story of Elijah coming and throwing his cloak, his mantle. And back in that time, there was something significant about the mantle. Elisha knew that. He knew immediately. He didn't ask, man, what are you doing? Why, why'd you throw your coat on me? He, he said, can I go back and kiss my mother and father goodbye? And then I'll come with you. And this is, this is what Elijah, Elijah said after he asked him the question, do you know what I've done for you? And so, and this is where it says, this is the finishing of this. So Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever planned out your life? Have you ever thought about what five years, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, what's your retirement going to look like? Are you going to have kids? You know, most of us growing up probably thought that we were going to do something or be something or be somewhere at a certain age or wanted to do something at a certain age. You know, we thought about marriage. We thought about, you know, at some point in that your dream home, what's that look like? What, what's your dream job? What, 
What do you want to go to school for? What do you want to be when you grow up? And then as you're, as you're getting there, like for me and in my age, I, I, you know, the next phase of my life is going to be retirement in, in, in 20 plus years. So looking forward and planning on retirement, um, you know, the real question is this, is that what God wanted? Is that what God wants for your life? And it doesn't matter what age you are. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm just, I'm too young right now. Or maybe you're at this place where I've been in retirement. It doesn't matter your age. The question is, is what does God want for you right now? I mean, if you look at people in the Bible, he called people at a young age. He called people at an old age into the ministry. He called them to do things that were well out of their comfort zone that weren't part of their plan. I think of Paul who had everything planned out. He was this, this Christian killer. He thought he was doing God's plan. And God just stopped him immediately on the the road and and changed his plans. The question is, is what do we do when God changes our plans? Uh, Real quick, for just humor me for a second. For myself, what did I want to be when I grow up? I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Um, I wanted to... I grew up in the Top Gun area uh, era with Maverick and Goose, and you know I have the need. I need need for speed. And if you grew up in the '80s and '90s, you know what I'm talking about. And man, I just wanted to fly F-16 fighter pilot uh, jets. I just I wanted to be that guy. And I remember um, being told by someone who was in the military that I would never be able to do that for several reasons. One, I, I was wearing glasses at the time, and I had fillings in my, or still have fillings in my mouth. And, and, and those all kind of disqualified me from that. So I was like, you know, at a young age, I was devastated, but I, I learned to move on. And then as I got into high school, I was trying to figure out what did I want to be when I, when I left high school? What was I wanting to go to, to school for? And I thought, well, maybe I'll be an architect. And I took a lot of classes in high school thinking, that was going to be my path. I was going to design homes and buildings and become an architectural drafter and engineer and do all of that. Little did I know at 16 years old, God changed my plans. He changed my plans. At 16 years old or at 15 years old, I got saved. At 16 years old, I got called into the ministry. And looking back, I can tell you this. If you would ask my friends at the time, that was the furthest thing that I was going to be. Have you ever thought that where you are today would probably have been the furthest thing that you would have thought that you would have been at? And pastoring, ministry, all of that was not even in my mindset when I asked Jesus into my life. But a year or two later, he changed my life. I ended up going to college to become a pastor. And for the last 22 years, I've been in ministry. I'm not a fighter pilot. I'm not an architect. Um, So God changed my plans. Could I have made a lot more money doing some of those other things? Probably. More prestige, maybe. But God had different plans for me. And you see, if we look at the story of Elijah and Elisha, Elisha did something. He did three things that I want to share with you really quick. 
in this story that I think is very, very important for all of us. And the things that stick out to me in this are, first, is this. Elisha does not question the calling of God. Not once did you see in this story that he's like, well, wait a minute, I'm making a great living being what I want to be, which is a farmer. He had 12 yoke of oxen. In that time, that, that, he was pretty wealthy. He was pretty wealthy. I mean, he had some land. He did. He was doing everything that he wanted to do. But not once when Elijah came over and dropped his mantle on him, did he question the calling of God. The second thing Elisha did not do, and I think this is very, very important for us, is he didn't look back. And what I mean by that is, is if you look at this story, he burned the plows. He burned his current livelihood, slaughtered the oxen, fed his people with it, used the plows to cook the oxen. There was no looking back. There was no plan B. So what I mean by that is, is that God, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to go do this. And for most of us, that's how we live our lives. That's how we look at this and say, well, if this doesn't work out, God, if, if, if what you're calling me to do is not great, then I'm going to have a backup plan. You see, when, when God calls us, that is the plan. We have to give it all to him and move into that direction. And he is our backup plan. He will supply the needs in all of the things that we do. And if you go and look at the rest of the story of Elisha, Elisha was doubly portioned, anointed more than Elijah. And Elijah did some amazing things. Amazing things. And the final thing that Elisha does not do, he doesn't doubt that God will take care of him. He doesn't doubt that. Here's the thing. Many of us doubt. I doubt. I'm one of those guys that doubts. Uh, will, will God do this? I just question, like, because we can't see it. It's not tangible. We don't have the funds. You know, when you're writing that check uh, to do something, like, for example, if you're trying to give some money to the church for a tithe or you're, or you're, you're giving your time and you just don't see it happening, all of a sudden you start to question, God, are you calling me to do this? When he's already said it, we end up questioning what he's, what he's asked us to do. And sometimes in those moments is when we start to do self-doubt. And we can't, we can't doubt what God has called us to do. God has given us a plan. He's called us to do some great things. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God is going to take care of you no matter what. I know from my life when uh, my wife and I decided to make tithing a a priority when we were first married, we were going to write a check for our tithe. It was pretty much the amount of money that we needed to go buy groceries that week. And really, really felt God say, you need to, you need to trust me in this. Wrote the check out, prayed, said, God, take care of us. And we got home and God blessed us with a, we, we got a check. Somebody had sent us a check for our, our wedding late, and it was in the exact amount that we tied. And I just remember at that moment, God said, I told you I got you. I told you that I got you. See, when God changes your plans, 
he's he's saying to you, I got you. I just need you to do some great things for me. Now, that doesn't mean that God's calling you into the ministry full time. He's not calling you to the mission field. It's whatever God is calling you to do. Whatever that is. Some of us have been running from what God has called you to do. So how do we apply this to our lives? How do we how do we take a look at this? And some of you may be thinking you're running from God's plan. You're like, you know what? I God told me to do this. I know he's been telling me to do this, but I just I just don't know if I can. You can. Stop running from what God is telling you to do because there's so much more blessing in what God is calling you to do than the blessing that you're getting right now. Maybe it's that you have no clue of what God has called you to do. And you need me to begin to pray, God, what is it that you have for me? What are the things that you have for me? Here it is at the end of this, you know, at at the end of all of this, my challenge is to lean in. And what do I mean by that? I, my, my, my CrossFit coach tells me all the time to lean in, um, lean into the workouts. Lean into the growth of what that workout is going to bring. Don't halfway do something. Don't um, have a backup plan when it comes to if, if you're going to give it your all. Don't don't get hurt, but don't sandbag either. And and sometimes in our in our spiritual lives we sandbag. We only do and pick and choose the things that we like to do. That's not going to stretch us and grow us. Lean in. Lean into what God is saying to you. Has God laid down a mantle for you to pick up? Has God called you to do something today? It could be as simple as paying for the meal in the drive-thru for the person behind you. Maybe God is asking you to do, do something small, start something small. Literally ask him, God, what is it that you have for me? Maybe you're happy in the position that you are in the, in the job that you're having, and but you you know that God is calling you to serve in your local church, and you don't know what that is. Ask him. Just reach out and say, God, what is it? What is it? Some of you need to stop running from what he's already said. Now, I know I probably just stepped on a few toes right there. But some of you listening to this right now already know that God has said something to you. And you're either living in fear, self-doubt, you've talked yourself out of it, you're allowing the enemy to come in and disrupt those plans. It's time to stop running from it. It's time to lean into what God has called you to do because the blessings that God has for you when you say yes to him are far beyond what you think you can get. And I'm not talking about monetary blessings. I'm not talking about all of those other things. But at the end of the day, God's calling you to do something. Trust me in this. What he has for you is so much more rewarding than what you could plan for yourself. Look at Elisha. Elisha was set. His life was set. He was a farmer. He was pretty wealthy. He had his family. He had his mom and dad around him. He had people with him. He was living a very comfortable 
good life. But God called him from that comfortability to stretch him and to do things that he never thought that he could do. The anointing that God put on his life to do the things that he would have that he did, he would have never done being the farmer. What is God calling you to do today? What is he calling you to do? Lean into it. Ask him. Figure it out. Guys, thanks for joining me today. I know this is a little bit different than our normal uh, podcast that we do. But at the end of the day, I just really had this on my heart to share with you guys of what God is calling us to do. God, God can change your plans. And in the midst of those plans, the question is, is what are you going to do? Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the shows. Finally, our goal is to encourage you to live a God-first life. If you think others would benefit from what you heard today, please share it. We'll catch you next time on the Faith, Life, and Fitness Show.